expressed on the following broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Dave's rocking out. To overcome exploring <laughs> solutions for life today. A presentation of Take Twelve Recovery Radio. And now, Vid is in the house. Dave Fleming and the Money Man. That's right. Sing it, Dave. Sing it. Overcome. Dum 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 dum. Don't victim to me. Okay, well, <laughs> now that all the jocularity has gone through the microphones here and whoop, the whoop. goofing around and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Entitled to Overcome Solutions for Life. Today. Today. And uh, here's a cowbell for all you cows. And here is a, a little tinkerbell for all you gnomes. Here's a... A little clapping, a little clapping. <laughs> and here's a felt pen. We take the lid off. We could just inhale that. And, um, and can you hear this? Oh, you got your little fingers doing a little wine. A little vinyl in. A vinyl in. A violin. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's been an interesting week, Dave. <laughs> week? <laughs> uh, month? Year? Oh my gosh! Life. Um, life. Dave and I have had uh, kind of a stretching kind of couple of weeks, and uh, particularly, and so you, I just told Dave, I said, "You got to keep your sense of humor. You just, you just do." Uh, <laughs> I'm just cr- grateful that uh, I can come and be here today. Oh, me too. Me too. Uh, so I came in the studio. I came in the studio Saturday night. My son Colin, who's a a, a music and education major out, out of George Fox uh, Christian University in, in Newburgh, Oregon. Um, it's a, it's an Ivy School, West Coast Ivy School. Uh, that place is something else. But he's in he's in the studio and he's dressed in Spider Man pajamas with a couple of his friends, and they're they're creating a YouTube podcast. Uh, called Gaming Life and Cinema, G- the GLC show, which happens to be the initials of the host of the show as well. And they're arguing about, is DC Comics better than Marvel Comics? You know, and, and Stan Lee just passed away right? Um, here not too many days ago. And they're just going at it, man. And it was hilarious. It was it it was a funny thing. I walk in, my kids in Spider Man pajamas. I mean, this is like a onesie with the hood, the Spider Man nice. hood, and the whole night. Nice. I'm like, what is going on in the studio, Dave? Um, so if you're if you're a parent and you own a recording studio and you have kids, it won't be yours forever. Believe me, they will take it over. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Be- I'm going to pizza man. Get, get a pizza onesie. A pizza onesie. Oh, my gosh. Um, so <laughs> I I don't want to dampen anything, but I, I do have a little bit of sad news. So Come back to reality now. Last week, um, we put a plea out there uh, for Steve Woman's uh, dad, Bob Woman, 85 years old, who was currently in hospice. And he, just, he wanted, wanted to help raise some money to get him back home. 
so he could pass away in his home. Um, some money was raised on the GoFundMe account uh, that we linked to at Take 12 Radio. Unfortunately, not enough was. And I think it was yesterday uh, or the day before his dad passed away. Mm. Um, so our, our heart and Sorry thoughts go out to Steve Woman. He did a, a show with me on uh, geriatric substance abuse um, a few years ago, which was really informative. Because a lot of people don't think about that. They don't think about... Elderly people, people in retirement dealing with substance abuse, but they do, right? Um, particularly with all the medications and so forth. So anyway, our hearts go out to you, uh, Steve, and your family. Uh, God bless you uh, at this this time of year. I mean, we're on the, on the eve of the holiday season. Uh, this Thursday is Thanksgiving. And by the way, we're going to be talking about today, finding your why, steps to improve your gratitude. So if the altitude, because we did a show a couple of Mondays ago about the altitude of your attitude. Right. So if your attitude's altitude isn't too high, maybe your gratitude needs a little improvement. <laughs> and so here's some ways to do that. Now, if you're not interested and you just want to be a punk, you could be a punk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're interested in improving that, you want to stay tuned to, to today's show. But... As always, Dave, we've got to have a little bit of an icebreaker, and I think it's probably uh, time for that. There it is. Ah, yes. Coming. Here he is. It's time for Dave and Monty's Icebreaker. That's a lot of empty bottles. Well... I've collected a few over the years, Dave. <laughs> did you ever did you ever collect your beer bottles and line them up to impress everybody? No, not beer bottles. It was more like, you know, the fifths of Jack Daniels ah, and, you know, whatever okay. other sure. fifths of whatever <laughs> right. tequila, get some fancy tequilas. And, and, and then there was a shot glasses, you know, which I actually still have a shot glass uh, collection. But Do you? Yeah, we, we, uh, we've kind of... We've uh, grabbed. We've gotten a shot glass for like every state that we've been been to. So oh yeah, like right, our, right. When we go visit places yeah. or on our, our our trip out here from Minnesota, we we grabbed some and added to our collection. <clears throat> it's great yep. for like uh, taking shots of uh, apple cider vinegar. No, our kinda, our, our ni- Nyquil, that. yeah, Nyquil, Zquil, <laughs> yeah, cherry flavored. The Zquil without the alcohol, right? Zequil doesn't have alcohol in it, I don't believe. Or maybe it does. I don't know. Yes, it does. <laughs> There's the one with and the one without. A good recovered alcoholic knows this, Dave. <laughs> All I know is if I need if I got a cold and I need some help falling asleep and getting my head cleared up, I take a shot of Nyquil. I'm not afraid to say it. It doesn't I've spend, done it. Doesn't spin me off into a relapse. Me either. Um, and it, it, Z-Quil is just Benadryl in liquid form. Yeah, it's just yeah. It, they take out all the stuff that you don't really need. It's, right, it's right. Um, and so I was thinking, because I have a shot glass too, but it has the ounces on yeah, it. Yeah, and all yeah. that, Right, and I use that for my for my NyQuil or my DayQuil uh, if, if I'm, you know – Trying to feel better during the day, or whatever, because the little the little shot glass that comes with the medicine just isn't big enough, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wow. But I, I don't want to take. All you need is a glass, then, right? I don't. I don't want to take two of those. So I just get my little glass shot. <laughs> I well, use mine. I I have some of those that have little <clears throat> measurements on them, and I use those for all kinds of right? for cooking. Um. So so our icebreaker is it's not a funny story or anything like that. Um. We we just want to make sure that. Uh, people had access to their local food pantry uh, this this year. So charities and churches will often provide free Thanksgiving dinners to low-income families or really anyone that's looking for help uh, during the 2018 holiday season. In general, the meals are served on-site to anyone that wants one, and they're open to the public. Uh, we have a phenomenal um, – uh, food share program at St. Mary's Catholic Church here in Albany. Uh, they do they do a tremendous job all year round. Um, but other forms of assistance may also be offered, such as gift certificates to purchase groceries, and some charities will even pass out free Thanksgiving turkeys to the needy. Well, the terms and conditions of each program that is offered during this year will uh, really they'll vary depending on where you go. Some churches such as the Salvation Army organization may serve lunch or dinner on Thanksgiving day uh, themselves. But listen, if you go to take 12 radio.com and at the top of the page, you click on the Turkey that's, gobble, gobble. that says help at Thanksgiving. You click on that link. Uh, you can put in your zip code and you will find the food banks closest to you where they're giving out free food um, this time of year. So we want to make sure that, People were aware of that, and they could pass that on to their. Do you friends. have a list of places that are serving meals on there too? Or? Um, yeah, it'll it'll put it out. You just put your zip code in, and it'll give you the different yes. contacts and, yes. and stuff. Um, and in fact, some links you can do that if you Google. If that's not sufficient, you can Google that. Some links will automatically detect where your uh, uh, IOP address is, and will send you a list. So if you're even a little internet savvy and can type in your zip code a lot of times that'll that'll do that. Yeah. But you know, it's some of the best kept secrets out there. There's lots of food banks. And um yeah, it's kind of a humbling experience. We had to do it. Our family had to do it for a little while. Um but that's what it's there for. And you can always volunteer at those places too. Yeah. Um, I mean uh, I, we I always I remember back in the day when I was, you know that used to be a pride thing. Sure. But then I realized, you know, things like, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting assistance from the county or, or food stamps. You know, you we pay our taxes. We pay money into that system. You bet we do. So there's nothing really wrong nothing with wrong it with- when, when you absolutely need it. And then you can always give back. Well, when you're when you have the resources, you know, and that's, right. that's what it's all about. I mean, you bet. Absolutely. So uh, that that was our icebreaker. A little uh, good news for people that may need some assistance there. So we'll. Uh... What is what is that sound? <laughs> that turkey's been drinking a little bit too much. <laughs> Stumbling over his bo- empty bottles. Well, last week on. Um, on the Great Reality Show, we did turkey trivia. Remember that? Wasn't that fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're having a hard time being grateful uh, right now, maybe you just a little teed off. Maybe somebody has poked the bear too many times, and it just happens to be this time of year. Or maybe this is a time of year that brings back some really painful stuff. It, it does for a lot of people, right, Dave? Right. Yeah. A lot we, of people struggle with Yeah. And the rooms, the 12-step rooms, the recovery rooms... 
of all different kinds are filled this time of year um, with folks that are that are really having a hard time. Thank goodness for those rooms where people don't have to be alone. Right. And, the, you know, it's the typical, they, you'll, you'll have a lot of <coughs> the gratitude meetings, you know? Sure. And, uh, yeah. You get a mixture of people that are, they'll share what they're grateful for and then others that won't say anything and just listen because, you know, they're feeling like they're not really grateful for much. You know, yeah. I don't know if you remember remember those days, but <laughs> oh yeah, you know, there's the this time of year is is kind of special to me though because it's a time where uh, not only do I get get to give back and remember, uh, you know, what I'm grateful for, but it yeah. also a, rem- a reminder of um, just the fact of being being able to go like to meetings or uh, anywhere, do service work and, and share with people um, your experience, strength, and hope because you never know when you're going to change someone's life or sure. give somebody some hope. And I, I remember this one year, this is early on in my, uh, in my journey that, you know, somebody came and I don't know if I told you the story, but some guy came into a meeting and afterwards, you know, he passed. I remember him, passing when we got to him and he came up afterwards and he said, you know, as I really <clears throat> got a lot out of what you guys said, uh, and I, I actually have some hope now. He says, to tell you the truth, I was driving down, I was driving down highway eight and I just remembered, uh, there was a meeting, you know, this little sh- town Schaefer. Huh? So, you know, I, made the left turn instead of going straight. And I ended up at this meeting and, and I was actually planning on going and killing myself. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was one of those, uh, aha moments. Aha moments. Yeah. It was a God moment. Cause you know, I think, I don't think anything happens by accident. No, you know, in, and so I gave the guy my card. I had some cards, you know, made up. Oh, sure. For, uh, you know, anybody that needed some help. And uh, he went on his way, and I didn't hear from him for about six months. And then I got a phone call one one night, and, and uh, it was him. He said, <laughs> I don't know why, I'm, you know, I'm calling you, mm-hmm. um, but I found your card in my wallet. I said, because you need help. That's why you're calling yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't ordering pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't say, you know, Pizza Dave on it. <laughs> Although it could have. It could have. Uh, but he was at, you know, he asked for help. He said, I need to try to, you know, my girlfriend's kicking me out and I got to try to find a place to live and I need, you know, I want to get some help. I want to try to get back on track. So I knew a guy that, uh, had a, had a small program at a church. He had a few beds and that, you know, the guys could do like a work program or whatever mm-hmm. and then go to meetings. <clears throat> so I drove over, I took, I, I borrowed, uh, my daughter's phone. She wasn't really, you know, she was like 11 at the time. Um, and uh, I said, here, you know, uh, make a few calls and and uh, let me know how it goes. When I got there, <laughs> I looked at it and it was it only had enough charge on it for probably one or two phone calls. Oh, wow. So I just, you know, I wow. said, well, you know. Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Sure. So he actually, you know, he made the phone call and, and got into this place and I saw him at the meeting and he gave me the phone back. But it was just it was just neat how that all came from one of those meetings. 
sure. gratitude meetings. You know, some people say, well, yeah, we get, you know, get kind of tired of those. I mean, sometimes I hear that, not not too much, but. But, you, but, but yeah, so you, so you don't want to dismiss that. Right. Because you, you just, sometimes we don't see the fruit of something. We just never do. But listeners, you need you need to know that, and I'm sure everybody's got at least one experience where a seed was planted and then you were blown away by the fruit that was produced or you found out later, you know, and, and you know, nothing, nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And so um, God's always up to something. Right. And, and if you have the privilege and honor of, of being a vessel, um, you just got to know that it's a very honorable thing to do to put yourself aside. And that's one of the, that's one of the ways to improve your gratitude, right, Dave? Is put yourself aside and just do the next right thing. Be the change you want to see in other people towards somebody else who's less fortunate. And and sometimes that's simply giving them a smile. I mean, I was in the grocery store last week. People are upset. They're just miserable. And I looked at this one lady. She probably is about my age, about 60 or so. And I just, I'm pretty much of an auto smile guy. When I see somebody, I just smile at them, right? Right, right? And she started laughing and she goes, thank you. I really needed your smile. And I'm like, what did I do? Right, right. Uh, but I mean, it, it's it, it's really, you don't have to do a huge over the top act of kindness. Just be pleasant. Yeah, I mean, you be, it's 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 just totally amazing. The other day, I don't know if I, I think I showed, shared this with you, but I was in Safeway and I overheard a conversation between the, the one of the the workers and and a customer, and he like didn't know what she was talking about. She was looking for ghee, you know, <clears throat> clarified butter. Basically, was what it is. Oh, okay. And okay. and so I I turned around and I said, you know, they I, they have it at you know this place, this place, and this place. She said, oh, thank you. And then the guys like you know she kind of walked down the aisle, and the yeah. guys like, do you want a job? Really? And I said, "Why are you guys hiring?" And I said, "You know, I, I, I said that's interesting." And then the lady comes walking back by, mm-hmm. and she says, "Do you have a CDL?" And I said, uh, "No." Why? She goes, "Because I know someone that's hiring. If you're looking for a job, wow." I was just like, and that was all out of you know, I took an interest and spent five seconds telling somebody to where try to help somebody some. out. You yeah, know? that amazing. And it, it just blew me away. And then. It, Say, stuff happens to me like that all the time at Safeway. You know, I had a, a kid that didn't have enough change to pay for his, you know, whatever he was getting his chips in his soda or whatever. Yeah, and I and I paid the difference, and he's like looking at me like shocked, like right. And I he, I said, uh, I said just I just told him pay it forward. Have Have you ever been in a drive through line at your local junk food restaurant and went up to the window to pay, and they told you the person ahead of you paid for your meal? There were, they, Minnesota had a big thing that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually, uh, the, the Christian radio station actually has a, this form that you can download, right? And yeah. you can take it and then, and then you can hand it to the cashier and say, you know, give it to this, you know, the person. Nice. You can pay for their order. Yeah. And there's, there was a, it was a big thing for a long time. It probably still is, but people all the time. They, I think that there was the longest run was is like twenty cars one day. Wow! Where the, you know the person ahead would would pay right, and I even 
one one day morning I was heading off to work. I'm like, man, I, sh- I think I'm gonna stop and uh, you know, I'll stop and get a coffee. And I said, right. hey, I should do the you know, pay it pay it forward. I forget right. what they called it, but um, I'm like, hey, I should do that. I'm like, man, I don't have that. I don't have that flyer with me though. I, right. I, sh- I should have printed some off. I you know, I said. How can I do you know? How can I do it without the flyer? And I was like, I get up to the window, and the lady says, "the the person in front of you paid for the window." <laughs> I was like, Look at that. Look at that. How crazy uh, is that? So that it's like you know. So I did you know I did the same thing for the person. Behind so that me. happened to me. That happened to me twice at the Golden Arches in one month. Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah. I'm looking around. I'm going, what? You know. And it, more than likely, it was, wasn't anybody I knew. Yeah. We had people, I remember, it happens all the time, especially around this type of year, we had people paying for uh, others' groceries. Like the whole yeah. cart of groceries. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. And That's it's crazy. just like, it totally blows you away. So, um, but so it, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, anyway, so just, it, it it pays off really. Not only does it feel good, uh, for yourself, but it also makes the other person feel good. You know, um, there was a lady at the, uh, at, at the cashier at, at Safeway a couple of days ago and she was, you know, looked like she was having a little frazzled day. And I said, and she ran my stuff through, ring it up. And there was one thing left out. And I said, uh, Oh, that's, that's mine too. And she's all, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, she's all apologetic yeah. and she was like all, all upset. And I'm like, I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> I said, I forgive you. Right? <laughs> and she had a big smile on her face, you know, and she's like, oh, thank you. And, yeah, you know, her whole, like, demeanor changed just through the small conversation that we had. Sure. In that, you know, it was probably sure. two minutes, if that. Yeah. But, I mean, that that's, I mean, it's kind of what I was getting at, you know. Because you, you titled you entitled this Finding Your Why. Right. So just to go back to that. Sharon, you know, we're talking about you were you were talking about putting yourself aside and, and yeah. think about others, but it doesn't even have to be doesn't even have to go that far. I mean, if you if you can't even get there, I would just you know even if you're just go to a meeting and share your experience, strength, and hope. I mean, that's that's all it takes. And you could be you know you could be thinking about yourself like I'm just gonna I don't know what else to do, so I'm just gonna share my story. Right. I mean, that's all you really need to do because right. other people are gonna relate to that. You know whether or not you hear of anything anybody's life changing from that right um just know that there's always somebody uh that you're going to affect they just mean you may just not find out about it right away or even at all but i tell you the one time that you hear something like you know what the thing that i heard you know i was going to kill myself and now i'm not i don't feel i feel like i have some hope now sure that like makes it makes the whole thing worth it Excuse and me. you th- and, and we think sometimes I think the tendency is to think, well, I don't really have that much to share. I don't, I, my story isn't as as radical as so and so's, or or maybe it's too radical and people don't want to hear that mess, or or I I'm just not worthy of saying anything. I mean, we, you know, we we kind of cut ourselves short. Um, I had a, a an incident happen to me yesterday. I was in my office. And, you know, they have the the students will have a, a, a for the listeners that don't know, Dave and I both work for Adult and Teen Challenge. And so we work with people with life controlling issues all the time. And one of the things that the guys get to do at the center is they get to make personal phone calls uh, on a scheduled uh, time scale. 
And around the corner from my office, there's a phone where the students make calls. And I'm just sitting there. I'm working on um, a, a class project. And I hear this gentleman tell his parents, I really, really heard something today that Monty shared about when you repent, it's not just turning away from something, but it's also turning towards God. You're turning away from the old behavior and you're turning towards God. And I've only thought of it as turning away from the old behavior. And I heard him say that and I thought, this guy was listening. Because sometimes we think nobody's listening. Let me tell you, they are listening. listening. They are watching. (laughs) If not for good reasons, for bad reasons, but somebody's always listening. You will be effective one one way or another. Um, So finding finding your why. So this this is interesting because uh, yesterday I was actually – I got uh, notified, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm connected with a, a few different churches here and in actually in Minnesota as well. Uh, and their, uh, you know, their live stream came up for this, uh, uh, this church in Minnesota, um, Eagle Brook. And, uh, I was like, oh, let's, let's see what Eagle Brook's up to. You know, I haven't, uh-huh. you know, watched them in a while and they have a, they have this big, I mean, this like mega church out in the middle of a so it's televised and all that cornfield, yeah, yeah. And they televise it. They they live stream it to a, they have a couple different uh, churches around the area, but it's uh, you know they have this big production that they do. You know, it's like a, like being in a rock concert. You know, sure. worship. So I was getting into that, and then the the, the guy came on. He was doing the, doing the sermon. And I don't remember what the title was, but they were talking about you know um, scriptures that you. Use as your backup when things are we need, we need some support mm. like mm-hmm. you know when you're having a bad day or mm-hmm. a bad week or a bad year right or you know need some some reassurance or backup and I thought it was it was kind of it was well it was perfect for for where kind of where I'm at lately but also uh, uh, just made me t- think about uh, you know. How much you're grateful for, and 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 always don't n- always focus on like the negative. You know, there's a lot of people out there that focus on neg- negative stuff all the time, and it's it seems like I spend a lot of my time trying to help them get out of that. And um, the other part, I know we we're talking about this was last week. We were talking kind of about about gratitude, your attitude right. and gratitude. I was like, well, how do we how do we change that? You know. And recently I was helping out a, a family member with her uh, business. And um, I, I was reminded of this, uh, it's, I don't know what you call it, documentary, motivational, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, little video. And I, I was like, I was trying to remember the name of it because there was this, um, what they call vision board that this guy came up with and helped him like move towards his goals in his life, whether, you know, was realizing it at the time or not. I was trying to remember the the name of it. And then I thought, well, you know, there's this, uh, people have, uh, their feelings about this one or other. Um, the, there's a, there's a movie, uh, called the secret. Right. Right. The, the law of attraction. Yep. 
And when you watch it, it's kind of a weird, they got weird background and it's just kind of bizarre. But there is good stuff in there. Oh, it it's full of good stuff. It's because got some it's, weird stuff, but it's got some good stuff. I mean, there's there's some meat in there. The information is good and valid and is even scriptural. The uh, basically the idea behind it is is that you you want to think focus on the positive instead of the negative. Sure, uh, and try to use like uh, med- med- uh, meditation and positive affirmation yeah. and things like that. I mean the the guy uh, what's his, I can't remember his name. Uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul yeah. and all those books. Yeah. Um, he was on there and was talking about it. Hell, he kind of took a le- leap of faith, and that's how he ended up doing that series. But it's all about having a vision and then moving towards that vision, right? Right. So um, there's a couple things here. We're, we're talking about gratitude. We're, always, we're also thinking about moving towards... Uh, being more positive and 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 being more grateful, right? Mm-hmm. In order to be grateful, you got to have more of a positive attitude. So, basically, uh, we're talking about finding your why. It's all this is all based on uh, business. You know, professionals use this all the time. You know, people that are that have made it in the whatever field that they're in. And, and let me interject inject here. A sure. lot of these guys, like Tony Robbins. Right. I mean, you could you could think what you want about them. Right. Uh, Zig Ziglar, Norman Vincent Peale, Art Linkletter. Some of these guys, they didn't they they weren't born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Right. They were in poverty. Dr. Phil McGraw, poverty, grew up with an alcoholic father. Right. What did they do? They did something different. They didn't stay in the mess, right? Right. Yeah. You constantly think about negativity. You're not going to get anywhere. You know, right? In, in this, in the business world, or in anything that you want to be do well, we're told if you want to be successful, you hang out with successful people. Right? Sure. If you want to be uh, in recovery, long term recovery, you want to hang out with people that are in recovery. You bet. You know. And so it's kind of the same principle, you know, finding your why is like the, the, the why part is, is like, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. You know, um, if you have some goals and some dreams, um, how are you going to get there? You got to come up with some kind you of have a to have plan. A plan. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So your why could be, you know, buying a home or going on vacation or getting, you know, uh, uh, if you're into stuff, you know, could, could be a car or, how, you know, whatever. Um, uh, could be, you know, finding the right, uh, bride, you know, it's like, yeah. well, how are you going to do that? You got to come up with, why are you going in, in this direction? There's got to be some sort of strategy, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. What are, why do you want to do what you, you know, what you have your goal and why are you setting that goal? Why are you trying to get there? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And I think sometimes as, 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 as people of faith, and I don't want, I'm not a proponent of the word of faith movement or the name it and claim it or the prosperity message and all that kind of stuff. Please don't misunderstand me, listeners. That's kind of not my cup of tea, but I'll tell you, we run into, we run the risk of going totally the other way. By saying, well, I'm supposed to be in poverty. I'm supposed to be downtrodden. I'm supposed to be, because that's true humility. And I, I think that's a lie, too. I, right. I, 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 think, I think we cheat ourselves out of some of the things God has for us 
by just settling. Don't you? Right. We we have to, you know, there's a uh, there's a process to get to where we want to go. The problem is, is most people um, stop halfway through and they give up. Yeah. That's why I don't ever, you know, that's why there's only, you know, a certain percentage of, of the population is successful because we're so bombarded with a lot of negative messages, negative reinforcements or people telling us you, you can't never, you can't do that. What makes you think you could do that? Right. Yeah. It'll never we work. Can, you know, yeah. within reason, you know, I, I don't, you know, I used to think, well, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Well, that's not necessarily true. Right. You know, you you have to, you're better off going with whatever your talents and gifts are and then using them to move in whatever direction sure. that you enjoy. Um, you can't just, you know, do something because you want to. It just doesn't work that way. You're not going to fly just because you want to jump off your roof. Well, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> but pe- see, people take things to the extreme, and then they then they say that, and then it fails, and they get mad, and they blame everybody else. Right, or you know, and it, or it doesn't happen quick enough. That's probably the biggest problem is that then they people the don't towel. have uh, patience. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to finding your why. So if you you know you want to uh, you know. You pick whatever you want. I mean, pick something, right? Like, I want to be sober for a year, right? Yeah. That's my goal. Well, how do I get Good there? Good goal. Right? You got to have steps to get there. You got to right? do something every single day. You're going to go to a meeting. You're going to talk to your sponsor. You're going to work the steps. You know, whatever it is yeah. uh, that you got laid out, and you be diligent uh, and do that every single day in order to move into towards that, that goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like with that with anything in life. You we have a foundation in the corner of our house that's cracked really bad. Yeah, and it's like we're never going to be able to afford to get that fixed. And then I we had to stop. And say, wait a minute. No matter how small the amount is, we're going to make a decision what that's going to be. That's not going to change, and that goes into a separate savings account for the foundation. Yep. We're up to a thousand bucks. There you go. And it happened faster than I thought. You just got to put your foot out there, right? Well, yeah, you just you have to do something. So then you, uh, the other part of that, uh, we talk about like the the law of attraction, mm-hmm. right? And that's all about thinking positively, surrounding yourself with uh, like-minded individuals, um, focusing on the positive rather than on the negative, right? And that's kind of what we're, we're talking about gratitude. How do you improve your gratitude? Well, it starts with, you know, uh, seeing the, just to tie into like any 12-step programs, right? We talk about steps 10 and 11. Yeah. Right? So step 10, you basically you would do an, a, a daily inventory in the evening, right? Mm-hmm. Work on like, you know, what do you need to work on? What are you doing well? Um, so you can start there to focus on like what are you doing well? Right. And then what I suggest you guys do is, is, uh, make a journal and every night, um, write, you know, five things that you're grateful for, for that, from that day. Don't write anything negative. Yeah. But just focus on the positive. And I mean, that's in order to change your, your mind, you have to change the way you're thinking. And over a period of time, you'll, you'll see that things will start to change. You focus on, 
and and then add in affirmations, right? Rather than you know tearing yourself down, the negative reinforcements like I'll never do that again, or I'll, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you got to stay away from that stuff because that that's what uh, tends to uh, lead us back in the other direction and kind of counteract each other. So we could say one thing positive and then say one thing negative, and we basically counteract it, you know, yeah, uh, spiritual wise, right? Because we're in this constant battle. So if we're focusing on on what you're grateful for, you tend to uh, your life tends to be in a in a state of gratefulness, right? It's hard to be ticked off when you're grateful. You know what I mean? When right. when I can think of things that I'm thankful for and I'm grateful for, I, I remember I had a guy write down peanut butter. I said peanut butter. He said, "Yeah, I hate peanut butter." I go, but you're thankful for it. And he goes, for three years, it was the only thing I had to eat. Right. It kept me alive. Yeah. I hate it, but I'm so grateful for it. I thought, wow. <laughs> uh, that'll blow your mind. You know, that, that's... The thing is, is that when we, we start to plan, we start to get into that positive uh, mindset, you know, we start moving towards things that are positive and things that we're grateful for. And that this negative things step come across our path, right? Yeah, we have things that happen. You know, people, they clamor for our people attention. People die. You know, our car breaks down. I mean, there's things that happen in our life that can can throw us off our our far out of our square. Um, but we got to remain remain focused if we want to move continue to move towards the goal. The thing is that 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 caught my attention. Uh, I have a bunch of friends that do like these, what they call vision boards. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I have. Yeah. It's basically focusing on, on the positive th- or the things that you want to have in your, in your life. Sure. Whatever that is, it could, you know, it, you could use words, you can use pictures, um, to kind of, uh, you know, give you something to, and hang it on your wall someplace, you know, in your office or, or wherever you study over by your desk, or you're going to look at it all the time. You're going to remember, uh, to focus on that, and you're, these are my goals. You know, I'm going to get my degree, right? I'm going to, you know, uh, whatever it is, maybe yeah, buy a new car, right? Right, buy a better uh, uh, car that gets better gas mileage. Whatever it is that you're, you know, a house, right? Whatever your dream house, where you can sit there and you you can look at that, you know, on a daily basis and kind of focus on that because you got to be able to visualize it, right? right. You got to visualize Kinda, yeah. it. That's the vision board. And, and you basically, act, you know, like a lot of times in, in ministry, you know, you'll you'll hear people saying there that they believe that things have already happened. God has already already yeah. provided this for yeah. us. Yeah. So you kind of act as if. That's another 12-step right. Right. slogan, right? Act as if. And so it's the same concept, right? Even if you're not a believer, um, if you actually believe that this these things are going that are already laid out for you in your life, you know, eventually you're going to get there if yeah. you remain focused, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you fall into the negativity and end up going the other direction, that's what kind of sidetracks you because it, sometimes things have to line up in the world, you know, 
yeah. before things happen. That's why people get impatient and say, well, it's not happening. So, And, and don't you think you really have to be intentional about this? Because, yeah. because uh, and, and I, I, this is, phrase has been overdone lately within the church, but, you know, we're living intentionally. Well, there's some truth to that because the negativity is going to come without any effort on your part. You are going to wake up in the morning and turn on the TV uh, fire up your computer. You're going to get bombarded with it, and you're not going to have to do anything. It's going to right. slap you in the face. So you must be intentional about the visions you have, about your goal planning, uh, about writing these things down, uh, uh, about meditating on, on on the good stuff. I know a couple of gals. They seem as loony as loony can be, but these gals are always. They're just. They're not always happy, but they all, they're always serene. You know what I mean? They have problems. They have issues, but they always have this positive attitude. And I used to think, what a couple of nuts. But I'm walking around like I lost my best friend, and they're having a gas. What's going on? They're very intentional in a very negative, dark world. They're very intentional about their joy. So I think I think you have you have to make the effort and put the work in if you want to get the result. Yeah, definitely have to be intentional. And, you know, maybe you should turn off the computer and the TV. Unplug, man. I mean, that, that's, you know, we're, we're bombarded uh, daily with negativity in, in the media, so we don't need any help. Uh, You're right. <laughs> you know, we're bombarded, you know, even with, you know, our, you know, <coughs> people that we interact with on a daily basis, you know. Yeah. We have to be intentional about how we respond to that, you know, that negativity. You know, if we can lift somebody up, you know, in their yeah. wherever they're at in their negativity, you know, we can help them and we can also help ourselves. You bet. So the uh I just want to share something in the 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 secret uh, law of attraction is on actually Netflix if if anybody wants to go check it out. There's a uh about 3 quarters of the way through there's one of the guys that talks about uh his vision board. And uh um him and his family move into this house and there's they went and pulled all their stuff out of storage had been in storage for like 5 years mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's got some boxes sitting in his office and his his son comes in and sits on top of one of the boxes and he's you know kicking the box with his yeah. foot you know like kids do uh and he's like daddy daddy what's in the box what's in the box and he says oh those are my my vision boards and he just let me show you. And he pops the box open and he pulls one out and he's looking at it. And he's about, about in tears as he realizes that he's got the, the, the picture of the house that's on his vision board is the house they just moved into. Really? Yeah. I didn't even realize it. And it was from back when he was in, in uh, wow. college and first starting out in the business. Oh, and he had stored it away. And he had put stored it away when they were, you know, doing, when he was working. Yeah. And they moved around a couple of times, and so this stuff was all in storage for about five years. Yeah, and just totally like forgot all about it. But wow! He, but he practiced, you know, being try to keep that positive mindset right. and moving in the direction. And it started with that board. Yep. And then he just kept that mindset, and then he it was became automatic for him, right? right? Because right. he'd forgotten that he did that. Right. What What an eye opener, man! And it's not like a you know it was like a this huge mansion. You know, it was yeah. like a little shack. Right. Uh, and, you know, it was like in, in Malibu or something. I don't know. But it was just the, sweet. The story is, is like, you know, if we can 
be positive about something, have goals, be intentional, and then be consistent working through that. You right. know, eventually, we're going to get to we're going to get to where we want to go. Yeah. It may not be it's you know it may not be that it, like this guy got the this exact right mansion right. In, in, right. in Malibu or whatever, but you know it may be something similar if that's what your you know your dream is is to get a house your own buy your own house. You know, it may be something similar to whatever picture you right. you put up there, but. You know the, the just the, the idea of being positive and keeping that positive mindset. But he's, you know, he also talks about how the reason why most people don't end up uh, making those things uh, uh, come to life in their life is that they give up. They let the negativity come into their life. They get sidetracked because the you know the the end doesn't come. When they want it quick to, enough. yeah, yeah, right. The, yeah. End, the end game doesn't happen quick enough. So it can be on its way. Don't throw in the towel. It can be right. on its way. And I think that's just a good, good message for for anybody. It's like, I do too. Be diligent, you know. And that's the same message that I heard in this in this sermon yesterday. Is go back and whatever you use for motivation, whether it's scripture or a saying or whatever, uh, go back to that and remind yourself, you know why you started this journey in the first place, right? Yeah. You know, if you're in the beginning of your journey, find something that is going to keep you motivated moving in the right direction because, you know, uh, life can be difficult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we can get, uh, we can get discouraged. I know I, I've, I've gone through some of that in the last couple of years. Um, and I know, you know, God can gives me these little, little signs to remind me that, yes, you're you're on the right path. You're going in the right direction. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm working on things in the background, so just you know keep doing what you're doing. And but I, you know it gets discouraging. You want to you know sometimes you want to give up or you want to go and you know throw in the towel or you want to go like, move somewhere else or yeah you know whatever it is. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I read this wrong. We started second guessing ourselves. So I got to I got to share this. And I, I've got I've got seven things that I wanted to touch on really quickly and I'll go through them fast. But when you were talking about the guy in the box and the, the picture of the house that he drew years before I was sitting here and I was reflecting on this room that we're in. So uh, the some of the listeners know this, some don't, but where we're sitting right now, this was uh, a, a large garage, a large two-car garage, and it was very deep. And then it had double doors. This wall over here had double doors. And this side was kind of the mechanics end for the people that lived here before. And the other side is where they would pull their vehicles in and they'd work on their vehicles, right? And so when we started uh, Take 12 Radio, um, we were on this side with the double doors over there. And it was just a garage, and I mean, there was junk everywhere and, you know, we just, we've got some pictures the way it used to be. And I kept drawing this, this, and I never thought about it. So the story you told how I wanted this to look. And I had this kind of half octagon shaped thing that we're in now with a raised floor, just exactly like it is now. Right. And I wasn't sure how the office was going to be, but I, but I could not picture this much room I, I I didn't know how it was going to work, but I just kept drawing it. I sit at the at the table in the kitchen and dream about it. And someday right. we'll have mic booms, and someday we'll have. And I really part of me said, "Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice dream." But 
really will that ever happen? But I just kept doing it. And then one day, a guy that was working for, he was a a brother in in Alcoholics Anonymous. And he he had a um, a, a home manufacturing kind of company called Artisan Homes. And he was doing volunteer work for the School for the Deaf in Salem with Rob Zombie, who was funding it through Extreme Makeover Home Edition. And he said, you know, Monty, um, I'm going to have some guys still on my payroll, some electricians and carpenters. We're going to have leftover stuff. Would you let me come in and build this thing for you? And I could not believe it. Dude, my mouth dropped him. Wow. And he and I remember when, you know how they take that string that's got the chalk on it yep. and they snap it? Chalk line. When he chalk lined off this room, and I stood in the middle of it and I thought, this is happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it, it blows my mind. It almost brings me to tears because we've been doing this 15 years and the metamorphosis that this is this is happening. And what we've we're not we're not the largest broadcaster out there by any means, but we were the pioneers in it. I've had people that have been doing this stuff for years now say take 12 radio is what gave us the idea that we could do it too. Right. And and now a lot of people are doing it, you know, and and I got to tell you, when you sit back and you look at that, you look at how God orchestrated all of that. And I, and I think about the guy who had that vision box and the, what my wife sat down and we drew it out. She goes, you know, that could happen. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I kept doing it. I kept drawing it out. Yeah. So I got seven things that I want to touch on really quickly uh, that that I that these things improve my gratitude. Uh, the first one is say thank you more frequently. We live in a world today where people just don't do that. Right. You know, they just don't uh, thank everyone around you from the people you serve who serve you are those who simply exist in your life. No need to wait until someone does something huge for you. Just the mere fact that your spouse or friend is in your life can warrant a thank you. You know, yesterday, Adam, I won't say his last name, but Adam came up to me and he had written out the verse in Ephesians that says, some are called to be teachers, some are called to be prophets, and blah, 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 blah. Right? And he goes, Monty, that teacher thing, that's you. I want to thank you. And he handed this to me with a picture of Jesus reaching his hand down in a pool of water like you felt like you were drowning. Mm. And I had, the last week I've been feeling a little bit like I'm drowning. And he just handed that to me, man. Wow. You know, what, what, what a gift. Number two, be present. Many of us are well-versed at juggling dozens of different thoughts in our heads. Right, Dave? <laughs> well, not only in our heads, but on our desk as well. Right? On our desk. It is tough to feel true gratitude when your attention is divided. Take the time to really focus on the person you are with or the event that is happening in the moment. Just enjoy, enjoy oh, your yeah, moment. That's, that's, that's huge. I mean, I always get people <laughs> always saying, you know, like they're, they feel like they're like, you know, bothering you or something like, oh, you know, I know you're busy. It's like, no, because I always tell them, I said, no, you just, you know, if this you is need a something, welcome. Yeah, yeah, if you need yeah. something, just, just come on down. I, I said, I'll stop whatever I'm doing and, you know, and, and help you out. Yeah. But it's like everyone, 
this is like always seems like you know they're they're interrupting like they're oh my gosh I hate to do this but right can you help me it's like yeah no problem yeah yeah <laughs> amen uh, number three write a letter of thanks identify someone who has impacted your life perhaps it is an elementary school teacher an old friend or a family member write that individual a letter explaining why they are so important to you what you have learned from them and how they have affected your life and they don't have to be alive just write it out yeah that's huge. Uh, number four, schedule gratitude moments. Learn the art of taking minute vacations. Go out and sit in the, you know, tell, I tell guys, go out and sit in the backfield. Yeah. So your your back's to the, the center. Right. And just look, you know, get a chair and go out there and just focus on the sounds and the smells. We and got the, some beautiful landscape oh, out there. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. Uh, number five, have a happy meal. Now I'm not talking about. McDonald's, okay. <laughs> uh, sit down with family and our friends for a happy meal. Take turns talking about each person and what you appreciate that, with, about them. In the Jewish community, in, especially in 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 the Bible, eating together was huge. Right, was huge. Um, six. Avoid complaining or passing judgment for an entire day, Dave. Amen. That can be rough, but put your foot out there and try it. Once you have become proficient at this. Challenge yourself with a 21-day gratitude challenge. No judgment, gossip, or criticizing for 21 days. Now, doesn't make you can't doesn't mean you can't make judgment calls. We all have to do that. But that critical spirit of downtrodden everything. Try it for one day. If you can do it for a day, try it for two days. Try it for three days, right? And and you you might not make it 21 days, but you'll you'll make it 24 hours. Right. It'll be a better 24 hours. Um, and the last one, start a gratitude journal, and you alluded to this. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's huge because that, uh, to me, helps me get centered daily. Yeah. If I'm focusing on – because I very easily, you know, get uh, get caught up in, in the negativity of the day, especially if you turn on the news sure. to check the weather and, they're, you know, it's this, you know, whatever negative stories going on. Uh, in the in that second, they just bombard you, and it, you know I can tell I get irritated pretty quickly over nonsense. So I try not to, you know, I try not to even watch that stuff anymore. But being, you know, even in the middle of your day, just stop and just make a quick list. What, what am I grateful for today? Because it'll it'll take you out of that negative headspace. Yeah, you know, even if it's for you know an hour. Um, you know, keep doing it, you know, doing every day rather than, you know, that way you just stay on top of it. And eventually if you focus on the positive instead of the negative, it will come become a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, we are out of time. Uh, any closing thoughts, my brother? Just, uh, go out and help somebody else. That is so huge. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything. I mean, go, go, uh, if you see some shopping carts in a parking lot, you know, take them back with take you back. when you go into the store. I mean, it doesn't take, take a whole lot of effort, but it, I tell you, it, uh, the people that are out there, uh, rounding up them carts, especially if it's uh, bad weather, it means right? A lot. Well, bad weather, but also during the holidays when there's tons of people and tons, everyone, you know, a lot of people are, you know, in a hurry, they're, they're grouchy, uh, whatever it is, you know. And and just uh, try to make someone smile, you know, a yeah. simple compliment. Yeah. 
you know. Hold the door open for somebody. Just, just, just something like that. As long as you don't get offended if they don't say thank you. Right. Right, because your motivation needs to be do it anyway, regardless of how they respond. Because you know, there's, you know, it, you know, if they don't respond, just say, hey, have a nice day. Sure. Because there's, you know, people out there that are stuck on that, you know, for some reason. It's like, you know, I can open the door for myself. Well, and, and people like our friend Marv, our co-host on, on the other show, he's smiling underneath that mustache. Right. I mean, people think he's, he's not. He actually is. You know, so don't assume just because right. of somebody's facial expression, they're they're not grateful. I can totally totally <laughs> relate to that, right? Uh, in fact, people that smile too much worry me yeah. <laughs> a little bit. What's up? Hey, listen, uh, there is an important message at the end of this song today, so so please check this out. This is called the gratitude song. It is by Tony Morosi and our friends from the recovery uh, group Selfish Theme out of Rutland, Massachusetts, in that area. These guys are great. Uh, Sober in the Sun event that they have out there every year is huge. Uh, the guys from Self-Esteem, Esteem, they were the, I think, uh, Michael Purrington in the messages was the very first recovery band I'd ever met, and Self-Esteem was the second, and I've spent a lot of time with these guys. This is called The Gratitude Song. Check it out and listen for the message at the end.
As the holiday season is upon us and Take 12 Recovery Radio prepares for 2019 and the next set of weekly shows featuring the plethora of topics surrounded around recovery from life-controlling issues, we here at the studio of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting pause to say thank you to our sponsors, supporters, and most of all, to you, our listeners. The work, tools, and the long hours that are required to produce the quality of programming we have been honored to bring you for over 15 years would only fall on deaf ears if it were not for you, our family of listeners who by word of mouth and social media have gone before each week's show to inform your friends, family, and others in the recovery community of what we believe to be the gold standard in recovery broadcast journalism. So it is with the humblest of hearts and all the gratitude that we can muster that we say thank you. Thank you for your loyalty, your sponsorship, and your support. Because of you, we are looking forward to finishing out this year with joy and beginning 2019 with more of the same recovery talk and positive music for you, our listeners, and the friends, families, and advocates of the recovery community. We wouldn't have it any other way. May you all experience a happy and peaceful Thanksgiving. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.